0: Put your prayers up, prayers up, up. Bless us with the Lord, put your prayers up. Prayers up, prayers
1: up. Bless us with yeah. from the Lord, put your prayers up. Welcome to Prayin' and Freaking. a time to show, tell, and know how prayer changes things. It's not a cliche, it's a reality with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Freaker like i always like to use this word i i was i'm glad you said that because i was like uh what do i call her like i don't know i i I just call her desi so hey okay that's i'm glad you said that so ray carmen i i can introduce you as whatever you (laughs) whatever you want but you choose today (laughs) whatever you choose to be today i mean you know hey (laughs) i let you tell who you are anyway i i i can never describe uh my guest as well as they can so all right well so hey you you can be whoever you want to be i mean that's i love it and we we can do that so but anyway y'all welcome 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 like i am super excited i know people are like this chick say that all the time but i am like i'm always super excited when i have the opportunity to sit down and interview my guests people who just come on here they have no idea what the world we're talking about they don't know nothing they just do it because they love me georgette like and i just love love it (laughs) so i love it i love it i love it but I'm super excited, and we just had a conversation. Y'all, listen, because I didn't even know how to introduce her. I was like, what, what, what is her name today? Like, I don't know. She just, this, I love her. She, like, she has no inhibitions. Like, she just, whatever she wants to be, wherever she wants to go, whatever she wants to do, like, that's exactly what she does. And so, I'm super excited because in the building today is Ray Carmen today. Ray Carmen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, They're my sister. Uh, Ray Carmen is here in the building. I'm going to say a quick word of prayer before I get ahead of myself. I'm going to say a prayer. The next voice you will hear will be Ray Carmen. I'll tell y'all. Well, let me do this. So I met this beautiful soul, this beautiful spirit, like, I had no idea. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I just literally got on the plane, went to California and I met her and we just clicked and it's been like a sistership ever since. And so I'll let her say whatever she wants to say about that as well. But I'm telling you, when God connects people, like it's so amazing. And we met through another person and leave that right there. But it was like her and I clicked and... I mean, I still love both of them, but Desi and I, and Ray, Carmen, and I, like, we have just been, like, so sisters from, like, what did people say? Sisters from another mother, like, mm-hmm. seriously, and and so that's what we are, but let me go ahead and get into this word of prayer, and then the next voice you will hear is Ray, Carmen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come right now, first and foremost, just Thanking you for this day, thanking you for this opportunity. I do not take it lightly that Ray has taken time out of her busy schedule to sit down and chit chat with me, your girl, Georgette. So I just ask right now, Father God, that we have a time, Father God, laughing, Lord God, laughing, Father God, sharing, Lord God. And as always, helping someone else, Lord God, if this could just touch one person, Lord God, one person we will be excited. So God, I just ask that you touch everything that's before her, Father God. Everything that she puts her hands to, Father God. May it prosper, Father God. May it manifest, Father God, into everything that she could think or imagine, Father God. And so I thank you. We thank you. We honor you. We praise you. We glorify you. We magnify you today in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. So i have my sister. I'm going to be quiet as I sip on my coffee and you just Tell the people what you want them to know. Who you are, what you are, what you do—like whatever it is that you want to share. Please feel free. I'm going to sip my coffee. All
0: right. So before we jump in, so Georgette and I go way back, and a long, long time ago, there was a theme song. So I just want to play the theme song for our reunion. All right. I don't know if you can hear it. Gotta get get. Gotta get, get Oh, yeah, gotta get, get. Gotta get hands get, 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 get. up in the air. Yay. Get, get. Oh, we got God got up in the house.
1: <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Our virtually.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah boom, dang, boom.
1: All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's got that little black eyed peas up in here. Yeah, it's got that boom, boom, boom. Oh, man, I forgot all about that. <laughs> Whenever I hear that song, I think
0: of your Jack. I was like, oh, that's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> we're on stage and we're just going to black eyed peas it out.
1: <laughs> thank you. I need, I need that today. Like, I need all of your energy today. So I thank you. Yesterday was kind of a heavy day for me, Um, and so, and today was even a little heavy, I just, I lost a a former co-worker to suicide yesterday, and so Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to your energy today to, like, just get me back to myself and and help me to, so I I can always depend on Desi, like, she, y'all think I got energy, oh my goodness, she got, like, so much energy, it's not even funny, like, and we feed off of each other, so, It's always amazing. Look, I'm telling y'all, always surround yourself with people who can pour into you with like some energy because we all have those days where we need to feed off of someone else's energy, especially being, you know, an accessories for other people and what we do all the time, 365. So I love you, man. Thank you. You even got me. I'm excited. But go ahead. Tell the people who you are. Tell the people who you are.
0: Uh, Well, Georgette, first, thank you. Thank you for creating this space, holding this space, allowing people to come on and share wisdom that we know will flow further than we could ever imagine. And thank you for following your calling and doing what you feel is what your gift is to the world and your energy is an amazing gift your smile everything about you inspiring women uh, to make god their number one priority um, and dropping into sisterhood and holding space so thank you so much for having me on and i'm so excited to mind jam with you and just talk talk all the things, and a little bit about me. First and foremost, I am a woman of God, and I make God my CEO, and it's not always been that way, and I am someone who feels like she's always on a trust, faith walk with God in all areas of my life, and that's the number one thing for me. Um, I would not be here if it wasn't for my relationship with God and Jesus. And the other thing that I do, the way that I help serve humanity is I am a business, I would call myself like a business consultant or a business creative strategist. And I help entrepreneurs on getting through some funky times in their business. Maybe they have creative blocks. Maybe they have a new product or a service that they want to launch and they need some support, some handholding. So I have a consulting firm uh, to be able to help entrepreneurs so that they can be in their zone of genius and continue to keep serving. Um, and then I also help women build wealth. And this is something that goes back to my childhood, always struggling, seeing my mother struggle. And my space in this world is to help other women, entrepreneurial women, create a wealth portfolio, have multiple income streams um, so that they can have more time, freedom, and they can serve at a
1: bigger capacity
0: um, and leave their legacy. So that's a little bit about me
1: awesome yes she's she's the bomb.com i'm telling y'all and and just i mean i'm telling you just love it love it love it so as i was thinking about okay what can me and desi talk about today i am on this journey right now about um the end of the year god I was like, where do you want me to be for 2021? And it was all about being armed and dangerous and like ready for battle in your full armor each and every day. And so I actually, and then the end of um, the year, you know, we had six months left in the year. I was thinking, okay, where do you want me to be? And it's like this armed and dangerous tour. That's what he told me. And, And it took me back to that whole, being armed and dangerous and ready for battle. And so as I was thinking about our interview today, I heard the words preparing for battle mm-hmm. for, for you and I, because you are such a warrior to me. Like you are a strong personality. You are a strong warrior. I have seen you go through so many things just in the time that I've known you. And, that's what I got. So that's what I want to talk about today, Mm -hmm. like preparing for battle. And so it's so important as women that we are fully armored with everything because we have so much that we deal with. And so when you hear that, like preparing for battle, like what does that mean to, to you? You know, when I
0: hear the word battle, Perception is interpretation, and we could perceive it as a negative. Going to battle is war. People are going to live and die. I can also see battle as I'm going for my dreams and my vision, and I'm willing to fight through the battle of the unknown, the fear, the uncertainty. Um, and I'm willing to go to battle for that because I choose God and I choose myself. And with those two things, you're going to get through any battle that is ahead of you. Um, whether it's something in your marriage, in your finances, in your growth with God, in your relationships. And that battle, you know, God will always fight for you. And so continue to fight for yourself. And then on top of that, know that like anytime we choose ourselves energetically, there's gonna be a battle, either, either spiritually, mentally, emotionally, mm. or mm-hmm. yeah,
1: that's good. That's so, I mean, oh my God. Yeah, that's true. And and that's what this thing is all about, you know, preparing for battle. That's what I say as I'm doing this preparing for battle for your marriage your children yourself first and foremost i mean that's always at the top of the list and just preparing for that you can step into and be armed and dangerous to cover yourself and everything that you put your hands to, because it's definitely true. And the more you tap into that being true and, and authentic to who you are and preparing to, to stand up for yourself and show up for yourself, the more of a battle you're going to have. And so just, I mean, if you don't mind, like share some of the battles that you faced and and how you made it through it, whatever you want to share. I mean, it's,
0: Oh, it's up no. to you. <laughs> you're, you're talking to the gal who feels like her whole life has been trials and tribulations. Like Since birth, I feel like I've been through just the the battleground. And I remember as a young age, uh, I don't I can say I remember the exact details, but coming into a space where I was molested at four years old. Mm-hmm. And not knowing that, not knowing how to express that and communicate that, um, I was misunderstood and the wrong person, um, was punished. The wrong person took the hit for it. I didn't recognize that till about two years ago. Um, and the revelation came through that I was like, oh, that wasn't the person that uh, violated me, it was actually someone else, but because you're four years old and you don't know how to communicate that, um, the wrong person got hit. And so since a very young age, um, I've I've had trial and tribulation. And then seeing my mother, uh, the men that she chose to be with were very physically and mentally abusive. And so whether it was with her or with myself, so always being in a space of having to feel on guard, feeling like I have to protect myself. I grew up quickly creating a story that I can't trust men. Um, and so on top of that, I also learned that you couldn't trust sisterhood later on. But the first thing that I learned was I couldn't trust men. Um, one, because a violation that happened when I was four. And then my mom kept choosing this matching energy um, into her container. And then when I was 13 years old, my stepdad committed suicide. And that was like the very big traumatic event in my life. And it wasn't the first death that I can remember. Maybe it was the first death that I've ever experienced. But I remember it was really traumatic. My mom was only 30 years old. I was 13. My brother was three. You don't know yourself at 30 years old. You're still a young child. And now here she was, a widow with two children. And then I watched my mom go on her own suicidal rampages and feeling not worthy, not loved. I I don't have a biological dad. My stepdad committed suicide. My mom's trying to exit the planet. And as a little girl, you're just like, they must not love me. That I, I must not be worthy enough of your time and love. Like, why am I not just good enough to love you? But when you're a kid, you can't conceptualize all of that. Um, and so that was another big trauma. And then continuing with age, I had my I had an abortion when I was 17 years old and it was very traumatic. Uh, Being 17, not telling my mother, not having any wisdom or guidance, and then afterwards feeling all this guilt and shame and then created a story that God's always going to punish me for that. And so that, you know, that impact has been a part of a lot of me disowning my body. Uh, feeling like I'm not womanly enough, feeling like I created a a crime or committed a really a a bad sin. So that really hung over me for many, many years. Mm. And then uh, the next traumatic event was when I was in a car accident and I was 31. And because of the car accident, I was sent off to the hospital They found me with a stage three throat tumor. I was a non-smoker and that was pretty traumatic. It happened, you know, as an accident. Thank God for the accident. Um, Or it would have turned into a stage four at some point. And then being rushed off to oncology and having a bunch of needles stuck in your throat and then finding out that you have to go on a radiation pill to shrink it and only being 31 years old and not knowing how to express myself. I didn't know how to lean into family. Um, I've, I've been very disassociated because of my upbringing. And then right after that, I actually... Yeah, right after that, um, I called in an energy and started dating someone who was living a double life and I had no idea. And he was wanted by the FBI. He was wanted by ISIS. Uh, He had a rape case with a girl that was 13 years old. Um, I was totally oblivious and he held me hostage for 72 hours. And try to kill me in my own home. And that was like the wake up call. Like I already got the cancer scare. And then boom, that happened the second time, like literally within 30 days of each other. And it was like, okay, God, like I I I know that I don't have a relationship with you, but I think you need to change. You know, I'm just like, holy moly, right? And so and that was. Sista, you got to slow down. You need to listen to energy and God and start to change your lifestyle. And because I got wrapped up into that person, um, as soon as he was captured, uh, because he was on a a warrant and he was violating probation, like all this stuff that I had no idea about. um, As soon as he was put into jail, i packed girl i packed up my house in 24 hours i literally i had movers i came packed up my whole entire house i hired professional movers i was like get your ass here tomorrow put my stuff in this truck and we're going to texas the middle of the united states where he cannot get me
1: okay wow wow um
0: um, and so i took off I, i i i had to keep myself safe And that was the best thing for my growth because that's when I dropped in and started to have a new relationship with God, going back to the Christian church and starting to develop that relationship, that trust walk with God. Um, And so those were kind of the like main critical moments of battle for me. Mm. Uh, You know, I've, not really had anything major since then, of course. Being an entrepreneur, you have your highs and your lows, and having relationships you know, romantic relationships and you know, those, of course, are always highs and lows. But those, I would say, those impacts is what's really brought me to where I'm at today and being the woman that I am and being able to hold space for others and their journey. And then also being able to, um, you know, share my story and give women hope of being able to change their life, co-create their life, tap into something bigger than yourself.
1: Yeah. Dang. I'm just like, whoo! I mean, I knew some of it, but oh my goodness, like to, to hear it again, like in just to see, like, if nothing else, I always say, you know, people need hope, like, and after hearing all of that, and to see you today, like, if that does not give you hope, like, I don't know what else would, because Mm -hmm. those are some very traumatic things that, I mean, and then back to back, but, you know, sometimes that's what God has to do, like, he has to take Mm -hmm. us through some things to get our attention, because, like you said, you put someone else before him, and, I'm sure that he was talking to you in other ways, but you just wasn't listening. And so he was like, okay, I, 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 she hard I'm a get <laughs> I'm a
0: little
1: stubborn. I am
0: Aquarius. You know, I'm a little airy-fairy. I'm a loo, And he's like, this
1: girl, he's like, I got a... But, you know, bop her on the ass and make her <laughs> Exactly. It's a, look, I always say, like, you know, when, when he disciplines me, like, he just smacked me in my mouth. That's what I say. Like, I just get a smack. I mean, he just, because guess what? Because that's what I use, this this big old mm-hmm. mouth. So he just slapped me right in my mouth. And I would like, ooh, like, you know, nice and gentle. He'll slap me in the mouth, but I get it. So g- can you give us, like, or give the, the people's, like, three tips that they can use like if they're in battle right now i mean it may not be something as you know serious as you but anything could be a battle and when you're in it is your battle like i mean i don't care how big how small it is like and we cannot um determine what battle is for other people because we all have like you said different backgrounds different things that trigger us different things that we have you know grew up in think different things that we've been through so like what three tips can you give um, someone that's in like in battle right now?
0: Mm -hmm. First one. And I'm not sure who taught this to me. It was someone who was older and wiser and first things first, stop and breathe and breathe from the bottom of your belly, not from the top of your chest Mm. and get some water and go for a walk. Mm. First easy step that you can do for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically is that first step. Breathe, inhale, and exhale. Feel your life force energy. Know that you're alive. And if you're breathing, it's because you're supposed to be and get a sip of water, hydrate yourself, nourish yourself. Water is very symbolic of cleansing yourself. And then go for a walk and just allow your body to move, allow yourself to go on a nature walk with God and just be and leave the cell phones behind and just walk. And you will see a lot of magic happen. The next one is, Grab a sister, get someone, talk to someone that you trust and let them know up front, hey, I just need you as a sounding board. Because a lot of times when you're in battle, you don't want feedback. You just need someone to listen that you trust. You're not afraid they're going to go gossip about you. Uh, and, and find just one or two people that will always be on what I call the bat line and i have a best friend actually i was on the phone with him before you, before our call and it's like we're on back call like if you call me at 2 a.m in the morning i am picking that that picking up that call if you say ray i need you on the plane right now i would do it for him in a heartbeat because we're, we just have that relationship with each other and so find one or two people that you can start to build that with And the third one is sit with God. Mm. Sit with God. I don't care what order you do these in, but sit with God and be quiet. Grab your journal. Try not to play music. Try not to distract yourself with too much, except for just get your journal and ask God all the questions that you have and be silent because the answers will come through. But people aren't willing to slow down because we live in a very fast paced world. It is instant gratification overnight. Give me the quick hit to fix myself and some things you can't fix instantaneously. God is like, no, you need to sit with me and you need to trust me and you need to go on this faith walk with me and allow me to drive and you get over in the passenger seat. Um, and so um, <laughs> we're, we're not in control. At the end of the day, sorry guys, it's an illusion if you think you're in control. And if you're trying to be in control, you're driving yourself batshit crazy. Sorry, I'm cussing. Um, you've got to let go. There is nowhere to go, do or be, except for with God. And you, you can go back to so much scripture Uh, about being silent with God, sitting at the top of the mountain, God, you know? And that is the true magic, the medicine. And I know that it's hard to conceptualize because everyone's in their logical mind and they want tangible results. Well, I'm so sorry, God is not necessarily tangible. It's a feeling, okay? And you have to feel it. And that's gonna come from you stopping and being in silence.
1: Mm. That's the whole That's the whole pill right there People gonna be like you want me to do what Like it's so It's so so important though It really is and I think that just comes with Like you said that relationship Like it is something that you have to Work at like I mean It's just like you know I say every day Like uh, faith is A muscle like and we have to stretch it It's just like you know when you're working out Like I mean it hurts so bad. You know, you, you go and you haven't worked out in a while and you go and you're like, okay, I'm going to start. And you start and, and like you hurt, like, you know, and cause you're using muscle, you're stretching muscles that you haven't used in a while. Shoot. Even when you work out consistently, like if you mm-hmm. still work another muscle or do something different, it hurts. Like, I remember I had one of my girlfriend, like when I was, like at work and really working out with my my partner because he was a former marine and we literally worked out like every day at work and i would be so sore and she would be like you work out all the time like why are you sore and i'm like because we're working like we're putting in work like i am building muscle like i'm stretching muscle like i'm using muscles that i've never used before and so that's the same thing with this relationship with god and when we have to learn how to build that faith muscle like it doesn't feel good it doesn't it's not easy it's not something that you know is not going to cause you some pain sometimes it's not something that's going to cause you You know like you said to be silent and that is something that's learned like that's something that you have to practice and a lot of times right. that's why this whole thing about prayer is so important to me and how i like to tell people like come away from what you think it is or what was you know what you were taught because a lot of it is sitting in silence too it's not just coming to him and you know and talking but it's that silent time it's like just coming and sitting and being quiet and that's just Mm a part of it that you have to build that you have to learn because you know we want to pray and then get up and then keep going like you said because we're so okay i i didn't did my five minutes of prayer i'm done i'm good and then you're ready but no like the good, mm-hmm. the goodness, the good, good, good. Like the goodness is at that point when you are quiet and when you are sitting there and when you're hearing from him. And like, it's like, oh my god! Like it's just something that can't even be explained. So I'm so glad that you you said that. And it's so important that we learn to um, stretch that muscle, like that silent muscle. And mm-hmm. and I also love what you said about you know just breathe, like. That's so important because, you know, breath is, is life. Like no breath, no life, you know, mm-hmm. and so, <laughs> like that's so important. And I know that you really, um, cause that even led me to something else. Like I didn't even have that in here, but that just led me to another, cause I was taking notes as you were talking. And so just talk about that because I know that you like breath is so important to you and you also, you know, you teach that. You've taught that. Like you live on that. So ju- let's just take a minute and talk about that. Like how important breath is, and and what does that mean? So
0: yes, breath work, I believe, is one of the most powerful tools that we have in our toolkit that supports you in being able to let go of stress, anxiety, pressure, and it's through the power of our breath that we actually hit our nervous system and we're able to clear out anger, sadness, hurt, fear, guilt, and shame um, through the power of our our breath. And it's been around for centuries. And with this tool, um, you know, because of our breath, it's going to hit the nervous system. Um, and it's going to release all of the toxins inside of us, all the things that aren't serving you. And so when it comes to our breath, most people are breathing from the top of their chest and they're hypoventilating and in by the top of their chest so learning to expand our belly and I know women we don't like to do that but you expand your belly out you just inhale really deeply through your belly and out through the mouth and there's all kinds of breath sequences out there you can go to Google YouTube and follow a lot of breathwork practitioners Uh, With breath work, we also know that it's so powerful when you're doing it in certain sequence patterns and in certain settings um, that you can actually connect to higher power, source, higher self, God, um, through the power of our breath. And it's in this space that we also cultivate um, natural DMT through our system. And so most people get hit with the powerful dose of DMT in the body when you are born, which no one will ever remember. And then you get your last big explosion with your last breath. And so, and DMT is also known as we call it the God molecule. And so, through the power of the breath, you're cultivating that for yourself, which is so healing. Um, and then, also at the same time, you are tapping in uh, to the higher power um, that is, I, I can't even express to you what you will see, hear, or feel. Um, until you sit down and do a breath work uh, meditation or go to a school or med- or go into
1: a class for it. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: See, I learned something. That's amazing. <laughs> I learned something new today. Like, and I'm glad you brought that up because then it allowed me to go there. Because when you said that, I was like, that's so important. And, and it just it did. It made me think like no breath, no life. I mean, like. Cause you hold your breath and what what's going to happen? You know you have to eventually let it go, and I know that to be true as I am learning and trying my best to get into yoga. Oh, girl, <laughs> <laughs> that is medicine too. Let me tell you. Ooh, yes, it is. That yoga is not. A joke, it's not a game because and it's so funny that I always say, you know, that I stretch her faith because I do not. I will that de- Ray. I listen here, I will work out all the time for hours, I will lift some weights, I will run. But when you start telling me that I need to stretch, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to, but it's so healing, it's so good, and so we have to, we have to stretch, we have to go deep we have to do this yoga we have i mean it's so freeing and even though like i said just a few minutes ago that it hurts but after you do it like you just feel amazing and you just tap into things that you never even knew existed and so it's just something that you got to keep it's just like everything else you just got to keep working at it you just got to keep practicing you just have to keep doing it and so if you want to really heal if you really want to tap into Mm -hmm. those things that we say you know we all say we want it but we don't want to put the work in like we don't want to we don't want to battle for ourselves you know and it's so it's so crazy because we will battle for everybody else. Like we will battle mm-hmm. for our children. We will battle for our family. Like we will battle for our husbands. We will battle. I mean, you know, just like you said, you were in this relationship that you knew you had no business probably, but you, there were signs, but we don't, we don't see it. We don't recognize it because mm-hmm. we get so up and like we battle for so for such the wrong reasons. And then when it comes to ourselves, we kind of like, like die down and like make ourselves small and won't battle for ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. I pray that someone who's listening, who hears this, that they will finally say, you know what, enough is enough. Like, you know, and, and that's kind of where, like as women, we take on a lot. And, and so how do we know, like what, battle is worthy of our own energy. Like, I mean, how do we know?
0: This is where it comes down to radical responsibility and radical ownership. And the more you know your past, you will know, are you a people, people pleaser? you will know are you someone who always say yes to everything because you want to be liked or seen or loved right but until you do the work you're going to keep operating the way you do everything and if you don't if you keep saying yes to everyone you're burnt out you're tired you have stories that everyone uses you um you you, you create just a lot of stories about i do everything for everyone else but no one does anything for me right so when things are happening this is the reason why it's so important for women, individuals to know what is your vision? What is your values? What are your intentions? And when you are given an opportunity to support somebody else, does is this an alignment to my values? Is this an alignment to my vision? Is this going to support me in being effective or will it actually be ineffective? So mm. really slow down the movie called life. And people say, well, it's selfish if you're not helping everybody else. I'm like, who needs to put their mask on in the airplane when it's going down? You have to take care of yourself. You have to serve yourself. You have to fill up your cup. And it's okay to say no, because guess what? Every time you say yes to everyone else, you're just trying to be kept to save a hoe. And they're never going to learn. All right? People need to fall on their face and learn how to build themselves up. And if you keep coming around trying to help them and save them, you're not doing any good for their personal growth and development. You know, you are you are actually dismantling their opportunities to finding God at the end of the day.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Oh, all right. Now, I hope y'all got that. I hope y'all. Got... <laughs> Sorry. I can get, I can get on my stool. And just <laughs> no, I love it. And I mean, it's so important because a lot of, you know, a lot of people and a lot, especially women, we, we, we have a hard time saying no, like you said. And so, and, and I, I, the women that, I serve the women that show up for my events and the women that they're, that's the thing that they always, that's the one thing that always comes up. I don't know how to say no. I really wanted to say no. And I said, yes. And then you feel, and then there's so many things that come along with that. Like when you say yes and you really wanted to say no, like, like, why do you put yourself in that situation? Like just learn to say no, no is a complete sentence. And most recently I had an event and I was telling them, like, you know, and you don't have to give any explanation. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> because guess what? If it's the other way around, people don't and listen, people will tell you no and keep on moving, and they're not thinking about you after after you after they told you no, like they're on to their next thing. And so I think just as especially like giving women and people who like you said, these things that are from the past that you never faced like there's mm-hmm. is a trigger like there's something that you need to bring up there's something that you need to face there's something that you need to let go so you're able to say no hello something that you need to let go so you can say no i like that i might have to make i know like i'm about to write that down right now girl <laughs> I'm like, <"Something>, uh, <laughs> yes that's a, that's a t-shirt i'm like, i'm gonna have to write that down too something that you need you to let go to so you can say no mm, yeah come on through here no yeah. superhero power
0: and when you say no, it's because you're grounded, you know who you are, you know what your value is, and no is truly a superhero power. People don't utilize mm-hmm. it enough, so yeah. And if you're not saying no, then what do you need to let go of, um, so that you can do that? Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: That's good, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. that. I'm telling you, he gave it to me. That was good. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that just came up. Come on in the room, I'm telling you. When he <laughs> <doing the> <laughers>. So I want to ask, like, so how do we become warriors for what's important to us, stand our ground, not waver or not letting others, you know, other people's insecurities become our own? Because that's major, too. Like, you know, we sometimes take on so many other insecurities of other people and now, like. We're not the warriors that we need to be. And so mm-hmm. how do we combat that? Because we need to be warriors for, for for what's important to us and to not waver. And that kind of goes along with the saying the no, too, you know, because I think sometimes people say yes because they take on other people. Well, oh, my goodness, if I don't help them, then this, this, and this is going to happen to that person. Well, I mean, hey, they got to figure it out. And so mm-hmm. how, how do we you know, really stand in that and become the warriors for ourselves?
0: First things first, you got to drop into the body. And Mm. so everyone is living in the logical mind, right, wrong, good, bad. We have all these stories. If I say, no, I'm going to be a horrible person. They're not going to love me. I'm going to be rejected, right? That's the mind. So we have to learn to drop into the body, which most people are disassociated with and know that the body holds all the wisdom. You are a mm. true to God and God isn't talking to you through your logic mind, God is talking through your body. And so one, you gotta stop and feel into the body. What, how does this feel if I say yes? How does this feel if I say no? And stop, breathe and listen to it. Another thing, and I teach this to my clients, is we create a foundational folder. Now you can do this online or you can get an old school folder like when you're in high school and in that folder is several documents that we read every single day because those documents are retraining your subconscious mind to tell it what you want because if you don't tell the mind what you want it will run you it will operate you the unconscious mind is here to protect you and and it doesn't know anything but how to protect you because most of us are living in survival mode. You're, you're in survival mode. You're hardly ever thriving. So in the folder is a list of your values. And you might start off with just your spiritual values or your life values or your career values. And you read them every day that these are the things that make me happy. These are the things that I need every single day so that I know I'm in alignment and you read them to yourself. And then the next thing is you create a goal and a goal that you're aiming for. The most successful people in life, they've always had a goal. They've had to carry it in front of themselves. So people are like, oh, my life is boring. It's stagnant. You know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling complacent. It's because you don't have a goal. Mm. So have a goal, whether it's weight loss or finances or calling in your, your soulmate, Have a goal that you're working towards because if people are asking you to do things, you're like, well, is this an alignment to my goal? Is it going to take me away from my goal? Mm. And, And so that's why it's important to have a goal. So you're always in motion and then having your vision. What do you want your life to be in six months or a year? I know a lot of people, they'll create 10 year visions, five year visions. Um, sometimes we just need something simple tangible most people can see a year out and just focus in the now not so much in the future because that can at times feel um, like it's not a, it's too far out that it's untangible that you can't grab it you can't reach it right so just create something for yourself in the now And when someone asks you to do something, does this align with my vision or is it going to take me off the beaten path? Um, And so having those documents supports you in your growth, but then also learning how to say no and knowing that this just isn't the right time or season for me.
1: Mm, That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. I love it. And it's so funny you said that because I I was on something else and my other sister, um, Teresa, she said that same exact thing, like I have my vision. And if people ask me to do something, if it's not aligned with my vision that I can't do it. It doesn't mean that I, you know, I don't want to help you. I don't want to assist you, but it's not in line with my vision because if I do go off and do this, then that's distracting me and disturbing what God has set out for me for my vision. And I can't do it. because what he has given me is a big thing and I need to stay focused on that vision and so people have to respect that and she's like mm-hmm. no. and so that's exactly what you just said and if they don't respect it then that shows you
0: they're not your people hello thank you <laughs> <laughs> not <your> <laughs> and, and not you, show people and you just made space for someone who is your people right energy attracts energy and so if everyone's coming to you to solve their problems and do things for them, then guess who needs to do some internal work so you can start to change the magnetism of your energy and start attracting people more like you um, and with your mindset and your likes and the things that you want to create. But if you're continuing to keep being that magnet to be kept to save a hoe, then we got to do some work. You know, we got to do some
1: work. <laughs> Kappa Sabahoe. I love it. Where, where did that come from? Please. I, <laughs> I say it all the time. I don't even know. I could
0: Google it and probably some sort of definition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. She's like, well, Kappa Okay, now you might going to have me saying a whole other term. I'm like, where does it come up with that? That's good. <laughs> All right, so I always ask my guests, "What does prayer mean to you?" So, what does prayer mean to you?
0: Prayer is a open relationship where I commune with God. Mm. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't throw a bunch of Bible verses in it. It is just open relationship communing with God. And most people only do it when something terrible is in their life and they need to get on their knees and pray. Mm -hmm. And God is like, no, this is a daily relationship. And the more you pray, you will see the magic around you um and so we need to be in that relationship with god every day just like you have a relationship with your spouse or your children this is your creator mm. He gave you life he created you in his image and most people are sitting here saying my life is you know horrible and messed up and miserable it's because you haven't tapped in to that relationship And so the easiest way to do it is starting off with prayer.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, I'm all for it. Listen, I pray so much. I know he's like, oh, Lord, here she come again, but it's okay. But like he loves me. He, he's ready. He, that's but that's what he wants. He want like does, you know like Ray says. He wants you to commune with him. He wants mm-hmm. you to talk with him. He's waiting. Like he's waiting to be there. And just imagine like he's available too for all of us. Like that's the thing that gets me so excited because I'm like There's so many people in the world. Like and he's able to be there for all of us. Like who can do like there's there is no explanation. Like how can you even like my brain can't even fathom that it's just like, Oh my goodness. Like I'm praying here in Maryland and wherever you are, you are praying like, and he hears us at the same time. Like, and he's able to decipher each and every one of our voices. Like, and he knows like, this is my daughter who is hurting. This is my, my child, my son, my, I mean like, and, if that doesn't give you like the, the, the goosebumps and the, 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 the chills to want to know and go even deeper, like what, who I, I don't know what else will. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I talked to him just like I'm talking to you and in yeah. those moments when it's not a good day, like yesterday, like I said, mm-hmm. when I started, like it wasn't a good day. Like I was heavy. I was, I was angry. Like I was, I was so many things all at once, you know. However, I I knew that I could still go to him, like, and he wouldn't reject me, even if I was angry, even if I was upset, Mm -hmm. even if I was like, why, you know, and these questions that he would still be there and just put me in his loving arms and be like, because, you know, I'm your father, and no matter what, like, I'll always be here. Like, we think that mm-hmm. our parents are always going to be there, but he, he's even greater than that, you know. And when our parents disappoint us, when our parents don't live up to what they are supposed to do as parents, we can always depend on him, like, as a mm-hmm. to always be there. And so, it's so important. Like, I just and he accepts us just the way we are. And so that's what I like to let people know, like, there's nothing that you can do that he will not still love you. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care whatever you've been through and whatever you're going through, whatever battle you're facing, whatever battle you're in right now, like, just know that you're not alone, that he is there Mm -hmm. to to pick you up. And so Mm -hmm. I love it. Amazing. Well, Desi, I'm telling oh my god, this like me we we can talk forever, we can we can hang out forever, and I know you have things that you have to get back to. And but well, before we go, I always do Bible trivia with people. This is always <laughs> the fun part because everybody's face always like <laughs> you Google open right now. <laughs> When I said it no okay and I always put this disclaimer out there because I got to go. Right. Oh. So I'm so ready to go it's a teacher moment okay so it's teacher moment for me teacher moment for you teacher moment for the audience who's listening and I then when you hear <laughs> I got it on my phone too <laughs> that way whenever you hear this again you'll remember it and most importantly you'll think about me and so that's why i do it because then when you hear this question you'll think about me and you'll be like oh i remember i had that podcast with georgette she asked me this question all right so since we have been talking about warriors and battles what female in the bible was considered a military leader and warrior it's gonna be multiple choice so oh okay great Right, so you you have you have a uh, multiple choice. Okay, she was considered a military leader and warrior. Was it Deborah, Mary, which is Joseph's wife, Sarah, or Martha? Once again, Deborah, Mary, Sarah, or Martha, and she was considered a military leader. She helped the troops and. Israel, I'm gonna get. I'm about to give you the answer. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not Mary for sure. No, um, is it Sarah? Yes, Deborah, Mary. Well, you already eliminated Mary, Sarah, and Martha. It's not Martha. Okay, Deborah. so you, so Deborah. you're down at Deborah, Deborah. elimination yeah, y'all, the, that is so funny y'all I swear I I, I, I need to change this podcast to a um, visual, a visual. <laughs> oh wait <laughs> I need to change it to a visual so people cause I'm telling you this part always just it's so funny when I ask the question like if people are like what well, one person was like shh We've lost connection. I can't hear you. I'm like, don't even try. That was that's like way back in the day when technology used to do that. I can still see you, and you can still hear me. <laughs> oh my goodness! So awesome. You see, so, you got it right. You got it right. Well, Desi, I thank you, thank you, thank you for sitting down with me. Your girl, Georgette, aka the Preaker. I always uh, want my guests to. Please give your your handles, whatever you got going on, whatever you got, um, how people can reach you, how they can connect to you, how they can find you. Um, because I know you have a lot of things going on. She's always... Um, just looking to help in the whole sisterhood like this woman has been oh my goodness that, just just real quick like tell them on some of, uh, tell them about some of the amazing um trips and things that you have taken recently and then I want you to give all of your handles and all of that and then I want you to leave some encouraging words but just I just thought about it because I love to travel y'all And this this woman, like she, she travels to like to some amazing places. And I'm so upset, Desi. I didn't give i I'm not going to be able to go only because I have something in August. That's why I was asking you about the dates and, but anyway, let me be quiet. We can talk about that <laughs> offline, but tell, tell the people about some of the ema- amazing trips that you have taken recently and what it has done for you. So before we go.
0: Yeah, so I have been a seeker of truth and really looking at ancient times and knowing that everything is God. God is in the details. And so my most recent trip was to Costa Rica, and I stayed in Nosaria, which is known to have crystal quartz underneath the beaches and she was so beautiful her energy is so divine um i just felt really loved by her in costa rica and then i've been to bali and bali is just another divine feminine energy um she comes in i feel like bali really shakes you up a little bit uh she gets to some of the things that are deep within you that you haven't dealt with. And she's a beautiful, beautiful energy. I spent a lot of time in Maui, Hawaii, which is the home of the heart chakra. So you feel big, expansive love there. You're surrounded by the beautiful nature and jungles and the ocean of Maui. Um, I've been to Mexico and been to the pyramids. And so, all of these spaces are sacred and they hold just a lot of meaning and energy around them. And it's just my personal goal to go to as many sacred sites as possible and be with the energy um, and know that it's all of God's
1: creation. Yeah, it's amazing too. Like, I'll be looking at her pictures, like, yes, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> There's nothing more
0: powerful than traveling alone. And that's what I've learned. Like I love traveling alone. um, And so that's one of my like biggest pivots in the last couple of years is not to not have to call up anyone, just jump on a plane and go. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. And when you can do a lot of people, you know, what though? a lot of people can't even do that. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of people can't even travel alone because Mm -hmm. they are so used to being with other people. So, you know Mm -hmm. what, I'm going to challenge whoever's listening, like, travel one time by yourself and see if you can even do it see and not only that like journal i'm a big journaler as well too hello i created the prayer journal but and take some take a journal with you and just really sit and see what comes up man i'm Mm -hmm. telling you you will be like like it'll be some things that will hello whatever whatever you need to let go so you can say no like that it just watch the things that come up when you travel by yourself. And I always, even when I travel with other people, like recently I travel with my husband when we went to Jamaica for our mm-hmm. anniversary. Like I always find time to go and be by myself, like by the water or early in the morning. Like I wake up and just, I love water. You know that. Like I love being by the water like you said it's just something about the water that replenishes and cleanses and just does something for the soul and i've already claimed it when we retire that i will be by water like yeah girl. i need to be by water florida. <laughs> we'll be yeah. neighbors in florida Georgia. <laughs> i need to be by water like yeah. i just need to be by water it's so it just does something for me. And it's so crazy because I cannot swim. I can't swim a lick, but I'm always by the water. <laughs> but I promised myself that I was going to learn how to swim before I close my eyes. And I got to put a plug in there for my brother and sisters. They were all lifeguards and they did not teach me how to swim. They're terrible people, terrible, terrible people. But anyway, um... So please give us how people can connect with you, how they can find you, all of that good stuff. And then any lasting, inspirational, encouraging, whatever you want to share at the end. So how can people find you?
0: I'm going to make it really, really simple. I'm on Instagram and my user handle is at I am Ray Carmen. And that's R-A-E-C-A-R-M-E-N. So you can connect with me there. You can ask me any questions. My cell phone number is on there. It's a one-stop shop. So um, just go to Instagram and you'll be able to find me. And Georgette, thank you so much again for allowing me to come on and share my medicine uh, with your followers. I absolutely love your heart you're so giving and loving and you have so much energy and motivation and inspiration and so thank you for doing God's work Um, I see you I hear you I feel you I'm so honored to know you through all these years sister Um, and knowing that we have so much to do and create even together and I totally see us collaborating in the future and just remember you guys God is in the details details, slow down, and really stop and breathe and start to build that relationship with God.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's awesome. I have to share this too. It just came up when you said that it's, <clears throat> um, i don't to try not to start crying because I just, when I think about when we first met and, and we were out on the water and actually before we even got to the water, we were in the car and we were driving and you asked me like, you asked me something and I can't remember, but I know the word fire like came up and we started talking about fire because you were like, you were fire. And this was even way before Ignite Her and me saying that, you know, now that's right where I am, like that I'm the Ignite Her and that I'm fire and (laughs) I didn't even see it myself, but like you dropped that in me and I didn't even see it. Like I didn't even know it. And it's so amazing because now like that's right where I am. And like you saw that fire in me. You knew that I was fire, like that my energy is fire. And so I just want to thank you for that. Like I will never forget that. Like I will never ever forget that. I would never forget the time that we shared um, at the water and just sitting there and being by the water and just like sitting down and just letting the water just talk to us and just holding space for one another. And I love it because I say that now and I got that from you. Like When I talk to people because it really changed how I like dealt with people, how I dealt with relationships, And it's so important, like you said, to to ask people, like, do you want my feedback or do you want me to hold space for you? Because it's definitely a difference and people need to hear that because sometimes we need to shut our big mouths and just hold space for people because that's what's needed. And so I thank you for that. I will never forget it. I will never forget my trip to California and how you embraced me like a complete strength. Listen, y'all, she did not know me. (laughs) (laughs) she did not know me and i just came and bust on the scene with the gangster lean. like seriously i was like i'm going to california like i just invited myself for an event that she was having and it was amazing like and so and we've been connected ever since and so i thank you thank you thank you and i know that god has some amazing things i don't know what they are yet for us to do like you said there is some work that we need to do together and i know that it will happen and i'm all for it and it's everything is in his time and, and so i'm just here for it and so i thank you i love you to pieces i love what you're doing i love who you have become in just a short. Time. like i see the difference like there were some things mm-hmm. and California that I saw when I was there and we kind of shared a little bit of it and to see you now, like you're just completely different and so Mm -hmm. I love it, I love it and nobody but God, so keep rocking it boom, boom, boom like I'm going to get you some entrance music and exit music
0: (laughs) I wonder day i'm going to school to become a dj it's on my <laughs> I'm gonna be your dj
1: with the music in the background all right <laughs> yes because if you watch that's the other thing like she has no problem like throwing on the music and that's what i love because y'all know i love music and so that's another way we click like she'll put that music on and just start dancing and like it's so it's so freeing so just if nothing else, for those of you who are in a battle right now, like throw on some music today and just listen here. Just let that thing just come through you. And I'm telling you, you'll feel completely different when you are done. And so mm-hmm. I thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, AKA The Preaker. Ray, you know how much I love you. And like I always say, I will see you guys in the next episode. I'm out doses and i will see you guys next time god bless bye
0: Praise up yet press up bless us your lord put your press up press up yet press up